Welcome to the Realities of Business podcast. I'm Rebecca, freelance coach, business author, and serial entrepreneur. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the real steps required for starting a business and making money. Make business, not babies. Sounds like a bumper sticker, doesn't it? (laughs) On the back of my minivan, I'm going to have a little stick figurine of me and then all my little business logos or a tag, business on board. (laughs) Okay, now that I've got your attention, let me explain what I really mean. Your business is like a child. A business takes an incredible amount of attention and dedication from conception through birth into its angsty teenage years until it grows into adulthood. And no matter how much you think is nature and what you take credit for as nurture, you'll never fully be able to predict how your business will evolve. And I mean it about dedication. If you want your business to grow into its fuller potential, then you have to make it a priority. For any of you who have attempted to start a freelance business and can't get traction, it's because you're not dedicated enough. I'm sorry, it's true. You may have your reasons why it's not a priority, but it's not. Perhaps your other priorities can't be reshuffled. Then right now is not the time to jump into business. Alternatively, you're not being fully honest with yourself about your dedication You allow other priorities to step in and eat up time that could otherwise be easily dedicated to your business, like watching Netflix, spending weekends away, or saying yes to other things that can wait. We're all guilty of it, but like a child, if you don't constantly feed and take care of your business, it won't live. Neglected businesses don't thrive. Look, it's easy to want a business. You make a list of all your favorite names, choose colors for your office, pick out a cute logo. Perhaps you even go as far as going to Businesses Are Us, and you grab a few office chairs, a desk, and perhaps a couple of cork boards. But what's truly hard is actually bringing the business into the world and staying committed. Waking up exhausted because you spent all night fighting bugs and cleaning up messes. Pinching pennies together to give your business the investment it craves. Signing your business up for coaching, classes, programs, and retreats. Okay, there's one major difference, though. When you have children, there's no turning back. I've seen countless women start a freelance business, give it a go, and then quit. It's fine to realize it's not for you after you've started, but do me a favor, don't make the same gamble when you choose to have kids. So, before you strip down, get all sexy, and embark on the life-changing journey of conceiving a business, let me give you some business prenatal counseling. Prenatal tip number one. The first step to starting a business is not choosing a name. Let me make it easy for you. When starting a freelance service business, just use your name. Done. It's common for a newbie to spend weeks trying to pick whether they like the name Butterfly Virtual Services better than 
Rose Thorne Creative, when it's just you at the start, the name actually doesn't hold that much importance. Plus, you're new, and you may grow out of the name in three years anyway. So just use your personal name. Keep it simple. This allows you to pivot down the road when you decide you no longer want to offer VA services, but instead want to niche into graphic design or something. This happens all the time. The actual first thing you need to do is figure out what services you can offer right away. Okay? Grab a pen and paper and make a list of all the tools you have experience with, even if they seem super obvious. Do you have experience with project management platforms? Okay, something as simple as having experience with social media accounts like Facebook or Instagram is worth jotting down. Or handling personal admin tasks. And hint, y'all, you almost all have this experience. Okay, so here's some examples. Let's say you uh, have worked in retail. Okay, so some of the tools you might have are the platforms for ordering products or for processing payments, okay? You might be a teacher, so you might jot down the tools for creating PowerPoint decks or designing courses and curriculum. Are you currently working in administration? Okay, then the tools you would consider jotting down are like Microsoft Office and Google Drive, Gmail and Outlook inbox management, stuff like that. And if you work in design, media, or tech, then jot down the photo editing software tools that you are familiar with, or web management using Wix or Squarespace, okay? So you want to jot down all the tools that you are familiar with and comfortable using, all of them, again, even if they don't seem important. Next, you're going to list out all of the skills you have. This is almost more important than the tools because a tool can be learned much quicker than a skill. Okay, skills can include being a great communicator, a customer concierge, or even down to just being trustworthy is a huge win for someone who's looking to hire freelance support. Okay, so back to the examples. If you work in retail, then some of your skills might be managing a team or customer service. If you're a teacher, then some of your skills might be event planning, field trip planning, um, or managing a community, a classroom. Administrator, then your skills are that you're personable to clients, you know, great on the phone kind of thing, or you're really organized with sensitive information. Are you awesome at proofreading? drafting up a great professional email, those are your skills. Design and media and tech, maybe you're artistic or a systems junkie. These are all really awesome skills. So make that list and you will see that you already have skills and experience that you can offer to someone remotely today. Okay, just because you haven't booked travel for someone else doesn't mean you can't, right? Just because you haven't dealt with demanding customers over the internet doesn't mean you can't. Just because you haven't posted reels for someone else's account doesn't mean you can't. Okay, the rest of the fancy skills you see online, those can be learned while you're in business. Prenatal tip number two. 
the first step to taxes is not registering your business and opening an LLC. Whew! Okay, cue big sigh of relief. Right now, I am entering discussions on starting a fourth business, and I'm still not an expert on LLCs and inks and corps. That's because the perfect move isn't required in order to get started. Okay, the government wants you to start small businesses, so they make it simple. When you start offering freelance services, you will be filing that income under something called sole proprietorship. Look it up. This is automatic and doesn't require any extra paperwork on your part. If, for example, you're a teacher and then you started offering tutoring services on the side, you would simply file the tutoring income under your name as additional income. Easy. Okay, Opening an LLC or incorporating is only a step you'd consider taking if you were in a business where someone could sue you. Running a business under an LLC or limited liability means that the customer could only sue for what's in the corporation and your personal assets outside of that are protected. Okay, incorporating is expensive and requires annual reports and fees to maintain I've done it, and I'm very cautious to ever do it again. Okay, so the first step to taxes is making money and simply reporting it as a sole proprietorship income. Prenatal tip number three. The first step to finding clients is not posting on Instagram. Look, dicking around, spending time editing photos, and making a pretty grid might get you followers but it's not the best step to get you clients. It's passive and requires a lot of time and energy for indirect potential results. Now, any of my students will tell you I do in fact give custom coaching on all the ways to find clients. However, the number one way to actually find clients, hands down, is to talk about your business. Tell your network, ask your friends to keep you in mind, send a message saying you're looking for clients, reach out to an entrepreneur about their freelance needs. I know you're nervous about your business idea and the last thing you want to do is spread the word about it, but I'm going to break it to you hard. The number one way to find clients is to talk to them about what you offer And not because you're a sleazy salesperson. No, it's because you offer an amazing service that could really support the next person who needs it. If you are telling a client about your services and they don't need your services, great. Then they don't need to work with you. It's not sleazy or complicated. So start by telling a friend about your business and ask them to think of you the next time they come across a potential client empower them with that knowledge. Prenatal tip number four. The first step to making money is not choosing a niche. Niche, shmish. Okay, look, if you already have a skill set you want to transfer over to freelancing, then you should. You may do graphic design for a company and want to go independent. 
or you do office admin for a corporation and you're ready to do it freelance for solopreneurs. That's awesome and you most definitely should, okay? But for those who are mistaken and think that you have to find a niche before you get started in order to grow, please know the number one way to make money is to charge a healthy rate and continue to improve your skills. Be cautious of spending too much time trying to learn skills you think you want and not actually going out there and making money. Here's an analogy. Let's say you're learning to play soccer, okay? You read up on the rules, you watch the pros on TV, you probably even go out to a park and kick a ball around. But you have to play in a game. You have to play in real time with real players to actually improve. Soccer players who study YouTube videos all day don't become good soccer players. So if you are sitting back and thinking you'll just study website design until you feel confident enough to offer it as a service, you will never feel confident enough until you're playing for real. There are so many clients out there that need your support, organizing their inbox, managing their customer questions, and engaging on their social media. So the first step is to jump in. Start working with the clients using the skills you already have and then explore other services. Prenatal tip number five. The first step to success is simply not giving up. Time. That's what it takes. And not just seconds on a clock, but active time. Every minute you're able to put into your biz. Other freelancers will have different funds, different schedules, and different skills, okay? Some don't also need to work a nine-to-five job. But the one thing you all have in common is time. In time, you will build up your confidence as a freelancer, get familiar with the industry, network with new people, and get better at your job, okay? In time, you will connect with your dream clients whose business you love, who respect your boundaries, and who become some of your best friends. In time, you will build up financial savings, invest back in your business, and grow further into entrepreneurship. So it's important that you find joy and patience along the way. If you're bound to figure it out as long as you just don't quit, then hold on, be patient, and enjoy the ride. I know we get so excited for a business idea that we're just eager to jump in, get ahead, and get there already. But that's not how it works, since that's called time travel and we haven't mastered that yet. The freelancers that have the patience to keep pushing on are the ones who figured out how to enjoy the journey. Like if you woke up one day and suddenly you've quantum leaped to a six-figure business, you honestly wouldn't know how to run it. The natural journey is to go through the paces, learn the lessons and hardships each level have to offer, and when your business is finally a young adult ready for college, you'll know how to handle everything that comes with it. Okay, so get ready, business mama. No matter how many books you read or prep classes you take, nothing will fully prepare you for biz motherhood. You're going to make mistakes. Your business is going to drive you nuts. But don't give up. You'll have moments of immense pride, tears of joy, and huge, huge wins. 
it's growing, you're growing, and everyone wants to see you both succeed. You've created this business baby grafted from your own DNA. Raise it, love it, and enjoy the ride. (laughs) 